Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the desert, bare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome back to this special best of edition on post-Thanksgiving weekend of Rudy Maxa's World, where the topic is travel, travel, and more travel. This segment of Rudy Maxa's World is brought to you by discoverireland.com forward slash west coast we're talking about the west coast of ireland with its breathtaking landscapes a truly authentic cultural heritage and the locals who you will just adore they're the friendliest people in town the west coast of ireland is yours to discover you can find out more by going to discoverireland.com forward slash west coast or just go to rudymaxa.com and right there on the home page you'll find a link. Well, this hour, we're going to hear from our old friend George Hobica on why dressing up a bit before flying might land you a better seat on the plane. Then we're going to take an intimate look at Sicily. And from Chicago, attorney Gemma Allen casts a woman's eye view on romantic travel. Should you suggest an overnight trip right after you meet someone? We'll get the answer. And a well-known photographer of national parks joins us to discuss how to take a really good outdoor photograph. Well, Virgin Airlines this week blamed a switch to a new reservation system for a series of crashes of its website that presented problems to some Thanksgiving travelers. The airline switched to a new reservation system at the end of October, but apparently all the bugs weren't worked out. It's been a real challenge, said a Virgin America spokeswoman. The website glitches prevented some customers from booking flights, checking in online, or changing reservations. Calls to the airline's telephone system uh, resulted in long waits for help. Meanwhile, the country's airlines reported $1.9 billion in profit for the third quarter. That's about a billion dollars less than this time last year. George Hobica pens the blog airfarewatchdog.com. We often talk to him about airfare trends, but he recently wrote an article about the virtues of leaving the sweatshirt in your closet and dressing up when you fly. Uh, George, thanks for joining us today. Now, you remember that ZZ Top song called Sharp Dress Man? I think it's something like women, all the women love a sharp dress man. I gather you have found that a lot of airline employees like a sharp dress man and woman as well. Right. You know, I actually wrote an article for um, syndication on a various outlets, and what, what I said in the article was that uh, a friend of mine had, had told me of a story where he was upgraded to first class. He was in economy class, and uh, he was very surprised. He asked the uh, gate agent who handed him the boarding pass, why he was upgraded, and he was told that the station manager, with an Air Canada station manager, had noticed that he was really dressed sharp. He had a suit on, and he's good-looking, he's tall, and the flight was not oversold. And the, the gate agent said, well, our station manager saw that you were looking sharp, and we decided to put you in first class. Wow. And this happened in recent times, too, right? Right. In fact, it just happened to me. I was flying on United from New York to Los Angeles. I was in economy class. I, I was in the lounge. Uh, the, the red carpet lounge, now called the United Club or something, and uh, I checked in at the, at the desk, showed them my uh, my right to be in the lounge, and I sat down and I heard my name paged a few, you know, about a half an hour later. I was sure that I was going to be bumped because <laughs> I, I have no status in United, and okay. no, they don't know who I am. If they did, they probably wouldn't like who I was, because um, you know sometimes they don't have nice things to say about the airlines. But uh, yeah, I, I went up to the desk. I said, well, you know, my heart was literally racing because I I did not want to be bumped from this flight. And he said, Mr. Hobica, uh, yes. And he said, um, uh, we're putting you in first class. 
Now, I was wearing a suit and a tie. Back up a little. Was this a suit? Was it a, sort of a gray or dark suit? I mean, describe navy, to me the tie, the shirt, everything. Yeah, no, it's a navy blue suit, a white shirt, and a, and a red and blue uh, rep Brooks Brothers tie. Okay. Did you have a handkerchief coming out of your uh, pocket? I did not go that far, no. And I had, my shoes were shined. You know, when I travel for business, I don't want to put my suit in, uh, the, in my carry-on because it, ah. gets re- it gets wrinkled and it takes up way too much room. So I wear it, and I've, I've found time and time again that people just treat you better, even if they don't put you in first class. Uh, you know, like one time I didn't get my meal selection on a flight, and the flight attendant uh, gave me a bottle of champagne at the end of the flight <laughs> because I was so nice, but... George, George. Now, now those are two stories of victories, but I gather you suffered a defeat once back when Concorde was flying. Right. Well, you know, airline employees for, for years, and not so much now, but for years had to dress up. They had to wear a suit and a tie or a dress, a skirt, in order to fly on a pass. And I used to fly, um, I used to consult for Eastern Airlines, and also I did some work for British Airways. And one time I was flying out of Heathrow back to New York, and because of a work stoppage, almost every flight was canceled. The only flight that was available was on the Concorde. So I called the company, called my contact. I said, could you authorize uh, supersonic travel for me? And he said, sure. There are three seats left. And I showed up at the uh, ticket counter to change my ticket, and the uh, employee behind the counter said, you can't fly on Concorde. You're not wearing a tie. This, this is a true story. And I was wearing a suit, and but my, I put my tie in the carry-on. So I ducked down under the uh, behind the desk. I said, one sec, please. Put on my tie, popped back up, and said, could I have my boarding pass now, please? And I, I flew on the Concorde. I don't remember. I've flown Concorde a few times. I don't remember that a tie was required, do you? Only if you're an employee. Oh, I see. Or, or if, you're, see. If, you're, if you're flying on a pass. And, and, and the point is that the airline employees for years have been forced to dress up to, to travel in, uh, on a pass, or especially in first class. And you normally get a first class upgrade as, a, as an, an employee. And I think they resent the fact that a lot of us now flying look like Richard Simmons. I have nothing against Richard Simmons, but you know, they're, they're in their gym clothes and their dirty sneakers and their tank tops. And they just look awful. You know, it's like when I was a kid, my mother always made me dress in a, a little bow tie and a, and a little suit. I look like little Lord Fauntleroy. Um, and I think a lot of employees, you really respect that. And I actually asked a gate agent. Not, not, I didn't ask uh, the, United gate, uh, the United Lounge agent why I was upgraded because I didn't want to look a gift horse in the mouth. But I asked, uh, subsequently, I asked a, a gate agent, what happens when the flight's oversold and you have to bump somebody up? And he said, I'm not going to put somebody in flip-flops up with our best customers. Sure. The moral of all this is look sharp when you fly, that you're going against the grain, but it could benefit you. You have a better chance. That's not a guarantee. Uh, you know, of course. If the flight isn't oversold, uh, they are going to use frequent flyer status. And, and, but, you know, everything else e- being equal, if two people have the same frequent flyer status and somebody notices you at the gate or at check-in, um, yeah, they're probably going to put the one that looks better in, in the first class in the upgrade than the person who looks like a slob. And even as you say, just generally speaking, you may be treated more respectfully if you look professional as opposed to schlumpy. Yeah, I think, you know, they're going to uh, smile at you more. And, you know, uh, people, people have left comments on the, on the um, blog that I posted uh, saying, you know, I shouldn't have to dress up to get treated well. Well, you know what? You get treated better in a hotel or a restaurant. They're going to put you in, they're going to, you know, just treat you better. They're going to put you in a better table in the restaurant. They might upgrade you in the hotel if you check in and look like you, you belong in a suite as opposed to in the, the, the room next to the elevator. You can read more, more of George Hobick's writings at airfarewatchdog.com. George, thanks for joining us. A pleasure. Rudy, take care. Take care.
One more news item I got here. A year or so ago, airlines began beefing up their international service where they often made more money while decreasing their number of domestic flights. But this week, Delta Airlines announced it would cut several international routes from Atlanta's next year as part of its plan to trim capacity by 2% in 2012. So Delta will eliminate service from Atlanta to Shanghai, Moscow, Prague, Copenhagen, Tel Aviv, and Athens, Greece. It's quite a few cities. An airline spokesperson said the airline is hopeful they'll be able to resume service to those cities in the future. All right, don't touch that dial. Next, we're going to take a look at one of the underappreciated parts of Italy, Sicily in the far south, when we return. participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Ireland invites you to the exclusive Cliff Corknickles. Intrigued by Cliff Corknickles? It's simple. After gasping at the Cliffs of Moore, too exhausted to talk, one starts listening to the chronicles of the locals in Cork, known for spinning a good yarn. Bring a fresh pot of tea, because in a land famous for its wool, the yarn can last all night. Cliffs of Moore, Cork, Chronicles, Cliff Corknickles. Flex that mouth and brace those ears. Take a vacation from the typical vacation. DiscoverIreland.com. Find great value vacation offers at DiscoverIreland.com. Well, I'm a salesman, and I'm on my feet all day long, so comfort's really important to me. That's why I tried the Profoot 2-ounce Miracle insoles. Only the 2-ounce Miracle is made with custom-forming Vitafoam to keep your feet steady and comfortable. The Profoot 2-ounce Miracle insoles conform to the unique shape of your feet, just like custom orthotics. Plus, they cushion and support your feet for amazing comfort. What a huge difference they make. It's really a miracle. Try the Profoot 2-ounce Miracle insole, available at Walgreens, Rite Aid, and other fine stores. In need of comfort? Look to two American icons, the Company Store and the Lacrosse Comforter. Available in down and down-free options in four warmth levels and 14 colors. For over 100 years, no one gives you more choices and better quality than the Company Store. Go to thecompanystore.com and enter code COMFORT to receive 15% off your entire order and free shipping. That's thecompanystore.com. The Company Store. Comfort that fits your life. I'm sure you're thinking, boy, I'd like to pay less for my car insurance, but switching seems like a lot of work. All the hassle and whatnot. Well, I'm here to tell you that is simply not the case. Geico makes it so easy to switch and start saving money straight away without getting buried in a ton of paperwork. You know, that actually happened to me once. Literally, I was buried under my income taxes for six days. Haunting, really. For a free rate quote, visit geico.com. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. The telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at rudymaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. 18 after the hour. Thanks for joining us on this Father's Day weekend. Let me remind you that that toll-free number is open 24-7, 800-387-8025. Unless we're on the air and most of our stations time shift us to later on Saturday or over Sunday, uh, you'll get a voice recording inviting you to leave a message. Please do so, because we check all those messages. Um, we may get back to you if uh, you have a question we can answer on the air or if it's something you need to know and we can help you with. Uh, we do not plan trip. 
trips, I will tell you that much. I'm not a travel agent. But uh, if it's a travel subject or you have an idea for a, a subject we should talk about, let me know. You should also know that this portion of Rudy Max's World is brought to you by our friends at Colette Vacations. You can join me and the radio show for a 12-day France Magnifique Tour. It begins September 29th in Paris. Meet me there, September 29th in Paris. If you've never been to France, this is the one to take. Because we're going we're gonna to check out uh, uh, Normandy. I'm sure we'll stop and see Monet's Gardens. We'll be in the Loire Valley. We'll be in Provence. We'll wind up in Nice. Check out Monte Carlo. Uh, it's quite an extraordinary opportunity to see France in a very comfortable, easygoing way. And I'll be there to... Uh, have some meals with you and chat with you and hang out. Um, I know that part of the world fairly well, so I might even be of some help. Uh, you can find out, oh, you've got to know this deal. Uh, for radio listeners of Rudy Max's World Only, there's a $700 per couple savings because your round-trip companion airfare will just be $400 from the United States to Paris. Not bad. You can go to RudyMaxa.com, scroll on down where it says Colette Vacations, click on that box, and you'll see an, a day-by-day -day itinerary. What itinerary? Hotels, meals, everything you need to know about it. I hope you'll join me in the radio show there. You can also call Colette directly and ask about uh, Rudy Maxa's France Magnifique Tour. Be sure to mention Rudy Maxa to get that airfare discount. That phone number is 800-762-5345, 800-762-5345. Okay, I promised you we're going to take a little tour to Sicily, and I'm delighted to be joined by a Salt Lake City Tribune uh, editor, John Cahey, who has uh, spent a little time in Sicily, didn't you, John? Yes. Now, John was so relaxed. Uh, I know that was, sorry, it was a long opening there, John. Uh, you spent, uh, how long did you spend in Sicily working on this book that, by the way, will be out in November? We'll remind our listeners of that in November. John? Well, uh, Rudy, I'm uh, uh, glad to be here, but uh, I, I've got a very bad connection here. Uh, I think it's coming from your end. I'm, I can't. Yeah, because we can hear you saying. very I'm clearly. Sorry. We can hear you very clearly. Well, I was asking how long you spent in Sicily to research this book. Well, I'm going to have to listen to your questions in. All right, here's what we're going to do. John, hang up and we'll redial you again. I'm... Hang up, we'll, we'll call you back. Okay, we're going to call John right back and try to get him on the line. That's unusual. Usually we have trouble hearing them because we're dialing out. Uh, we're going to call him back and see if, uh, see if he can hear us any more clearly. Uh, John has written a book. It's called Seeking Sicily. It won't be out till November, and as I say, we'll remind you about that. But I'm such a big fan of Sicily, I wanted to have him on the show now to talk about it and see if, uh, since the summer is beginning, and it might encourage you to include Sicily if you're going to Italy. Do we have John back? Working on it. We're calling him now in Salt Lake City. Yeah, you know, Salt Lake. It's far away, Salt Lake City. You know, the phone system there is... Uh um, let me. There's a couple of news items I had here that I meant to tell you. This is a very short one. You should know that Carnival Cruises is going to launch a year-round schedule of eight-day cruises to the Caribbean and the Bahamas from New York City beginning April of next year. Now, Carnival has always offered seasonal sailings from New York, but uh, they now think the market can sustain a year-round list of offerings. So good news to you folks on the East Coast who have easy access to New York. Are we with, do we have John back? I'm here. Can you hear me better this time, John? I can hear you better. It oh, works good. very well. Thanks. Sorry about that. I was just telling our listeners that your book comes out in November, but, you know, people travel to Italy in the summer, and I wouldn't want them to miss Sicily, so I asked you to come on now. How long did you spend researching this book in Sicily? I spent uh, probably a total of about uh, three years uh, of intense work on it, and uh, but it all started in 1986 when I made my first trip and fell in love with the place. Well, when I went there to make a film a PBS show, I, th I loved it. I thought it was a place sort of lost in time. Did that strike you on your first visits? Oh, very much so. Uh, Sicily is not Italy in, in, a, in, in that sense of the word. Uh, Sicily is a unique place. It's a world apart. 
Sicilians don't consider themselves, I don't think, uh, Italians. They're Sicilians first, and perhaps only Italians when when they when the team plays in the World Cup. And uh, and you you said uh, Sicily and, and really it's isn't a unique in... place that way. And you said Sicily. I, I know from uh, some of your from talking to you that you don't feel Sicily is in south of Italy. You think it's north of Africa. And in fact, some of the architecture and in, in, in uh, buildings in Sicily reflects those sort of Moorish windows and so on. That's correct. Uh, Sicily was uh, dominated and ruled for a couple hundred years, 250 years, by the Arabs uh, from from North Africa and, and uh, from Saudi Arabia and that kind of thing. And uh, and they were finally displaced. Uh, oh, I think in the 10, 1100s by the uh, Normans. And uh, and a lot of the culture in Sicily is uh, focused around uh, Arabs. There are Sicilians, particularly on the on the uh, western half of the island, who uh, who uh, who believe their DNA goes back to uh, they they consider themselves Arabs. And Sicilians on the eastern side of the island will claim a DNA with uh, the Greeks who were there earlier so it's quite a quite a mixed culture what do you tell friends who have never been to Sicily when they say John why should I go all the way down south there to Sicily uh, because of the the people the food the things to see the discoveries you can make uh, I, I always recommend that people go without a real specific agenda that they go uh, have a rental car because it's not easy to get around otherwise there's train service there but it's uh, but it's uh, not throughout the entire island and uh, just explore and discover places uh, it, it, I mean, obviously everybody knows about Taramina and Shefalu and Syracusa and all of those places are worth going into and visiting for a while but the real Sicily is uh, is along the coast and in the interior in these small villages that seldom see tourists but they have wonderful restaurants they have places to stay and uh, that's the way to find the place I don't know that everybody does know about places like Syracuse or as we would say Syracuse I mean those are amazing Roman ruins those are just stunning and I don't know that a lot and, uh, of Americans and, uh, know about it yeah, and those ruins were built on top of Greek ruins. Uh, the the cathedral, the 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 Duomo in uh, in Syracuse, uh, uh, was built on in in on the spot of a Greek temple, and the big huge pillars in the walls were were from the Greek temple. It's a remarkable place, and uh, you have that Greek culture all over that part of the island. And as I said, the Arab influence is strongly felt on the western half of the island in places like Tropani and Palermo and uh, and that kind of thing. So I think many Americans' impression of Sicily is from the Godfather movies, uh, you know, Palermo and the countryside scenes of... Uh, uh, Corleone. Right, exactly, <laughs> of Michael Corleone when he was hiding out there from U.S. authorities. Um, but, but by the way, uh, that's beautiful footage. It certainly doesn't misrepresent Sicily in, in any way. But you're right. You need to rent a car. But there is uh, certainly an adequate tourism infrastructure. There are hotels of every category in the major cities. And in the smaller cities, there are very nice smaller hotels. Am I right. summarizing it correctly? Because you've been there a lot more than I have. Well, the re that's absolutely true. And the reality is, is, that, uh, is that things are a lot less expensive. Yes, in Sicily than they are in the mainland of Italy, and uh, uh, you can stay in wonderful bed and breakfasts for anywhere from uh, thirty to fifty dollars 
by the time you make the transfer. The dollar is not doing as well against the euro. It goes up and down, of course, but uh, now as it was in past years. But uh, it's it's a very wonderful place. You can have a major meal there for, you know, Twelve, fifteen dollars, uh, two or three courses meal uh, in in restaurants, and you'll be sitting there in most places uh, right alongside the locals, and uh, now, that's what makes it wonderful. My guest is John Cahey. He lives in Salt Lake City. He's an editor with the Salt Lake City Tribune's uh, online news service, and he's written a book called Seeking Sicily. We've got one minute left, John. Uh, if someone was going to leave this summer, uh, would they need to make advance reservations to find lodging across Sicily? I don't think so. Uh, you might, uh, for the first day, if you're flying into Palermo or Catania, you might want to make your reservations for your first day or so. But when you get out, uh, just just go with the flow. Uh, have a list of, uh, you know, use some good guidebooks. The Blue Guide to Sicily is an excellent guidebook. Fromer's lists a lot of places that uh, that people can stay. And, and you know, just, just be able to uh, contact them ahead of time or uh, just, walk up and knock on the door of a place when you get to uh, uh, an address that you found in one of those books or that you just see en route. And uh, you'll be surprised. Uh, that it's really quite a remarkable experience there. The hospitality is very high there. And the food is great. You can see a teaser uh, for John Cahey's book called Seeking Sicily that comes out this November. If you go to YouTube and type in Seeking Sicily. John, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Rudy. Take care. Uh, we'll remind you when the book comes out in November, may have John back on. A uh, lovely place in the world. Stick around. Jason Harris will be with us next. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Attention savvy travelers, Rudy Maxa here. If you're like me, you can't afford to take chances when you travel. You need medical evacuation service that's dependable and won't cost you a fortune in hidden fees. You need MedJet Assist. As a member, if you're hospitalized over 150 miles from home, MedJet will arrange medical transfer to the hospital of your choice free of charge. Believe me, you won't find protection like this from any other company, which is why I'm a member. It's time to travel smarter. Visit TakeTripsNotChances.com and sign up today. MedJet Assist. Take trips, not chances. I'm a teacher, and my kids keep me going all day. My feet needed help. I was using a gel insole when I heard about the ProFoot 2-ounce Miracle insole. Only the 2-ounce Miracle is made with custom-forming VitaFoam to keep your feet steady and comfortable. The 2-ounce Miracle insoles conform to the unique shape of your feet, just like custom orthotics. Plus, they cushion and support your feet for amazing comfort. The lightweight 2-ounce Miracle insoles really help my feet. Try the ProFoot 2-ounce Miracle insole, available at Walgreens, Rite Aid, and other fine stores. participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. Welcome back. It is so 33 after the hour. I'm Rudy Maxa, a.k.a. The Savvy Traveler. Nice to have you aboard today. Gemma Allen is a partner in a Chicago law firm called Ladden & Allen. She specializes in family law, but she also writes a blog on relationships for the Chicago Tribune's website, ChicagoNow.com. 
com. And I saw Gemma for dinner in uh, Chicago when I was there for a meeting this past weekend. We were talking about relationships, and she mentioned how important she thought travel was. That let me just before I uh, uh, welcome Gemma to the show, let me just, I just clicked on her blog, and uh, uh, in mid-May she was talking about the Schwarzeneggers' uh, problems. She. Uh, she said that uh, that to Gemma's uh, uh, from Gemma's perspective, she always thought they were a mismatched couple. She, that being Maria Shriver, was elite and charitable, while he was a bodybuilder and egomaniacal. She had a serious career in journalism. He had a questionable career questionable career as an actor without serious talent. He was a Republican of convenience. She was a Democrat of conviction. So that's what uh, the kind of writing Gemma does uh, at 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 her blog. Nice to have you on the show, Gemma. Welcome. Thank you so much, Rudy, and hello. Hello. Okay. Now, why do you feel, you, you said to me when we discussed you coming on the show, you thought that traveling together as a couple early on in a relationship is a value, could be a valuable indicator and a possible indicator of how things might go in a long-term relationship, yes? Absolutely. I really believe that, Rudy, because I think in, um, in new circumstances, you see new aspects of people, and you see their strengths, weaknesses, and one of the really interesting things is what would your choices be when you're traveling together? Is someone just going to lie on a beach, and is someone going to be an intrepid museum goer? And if so, how do you work with that? How do you compromise through it? How do you deal with it? I think you can learn a lot about your abilities to both communicate and compromise when you're doing new things together. Have you uh, have you ever counseled couples who early on, who said, you know what, I should have uh, I should have walked out of this relationship 20 years ago or five years ago or whatever after that trip to blah. <laughs> I think that's a, a fairly common line, and while it, it is amusing, it's not amusing when you're living the nightmare. And if no. somebody really is trying to get you to jump off a mountain, and you're someone who likes to read a book on a beach, uh, there was a sign there that things weren't going to go well. Uh, and the people who do make it, Rudy, are the ones who learn how to meet somewhere in the middle. You know, read a book on a nice ledge in the middle of the mountain and compromise through it. I always talk about the four season relationship and I think they really work on travel, and that's communicate, um, commitment, cooperation, and compromise, because those are the things that get you through everything. But traveling really highlights uh, the the aspects of your personality a little bit more fearful, a little bit more reckless, um, a little bit more reclusive. Some people are super social and want to talk to every new person they see walking down the street in every location. The other person might have viewed the trip as just a time to be alone with their partner. So it's very interesting. And early on, I think you just get signals when you're away that you would not necessarily get at home because you're forced together in very small settings usually. I mean, no matter how beautiful the hotel room, it's much smaller than your condo or your house or your apartment where I, you usually live. I love it. I thought when you were going to say the Four Seasons rules, I thought you always stay at Four Seasons and everything will go well. <laughs> I, it would help. I want those four. You said Four C's, actually. I said Four C's. And I wrote two of them down. I really, t seriously, tell me the four. I got commitment and compromise. What are the other two? Well, I think communicate, communicate, communicate. Because if you talk about um, really expressing a little bit about your fear if your partner is suggesting parasailing, um, you have to be able to say, listen, you know, I'm not entirely comfortable with that. And I think you have to be able to even argue on a trip and stay together because candidly, you know, depending on where you are, it's 
not easy to just pick up your flat top and leave the relationship if you're in Africa or even Florida and you live actually in New York. So I think communication is really, really important. And I think, by the way, I don't mean to be a downer because I think travel can be the best relationship builder. And the next C was commitment, and that uh, I alluded that to that a little bit. You can't always be threatening to leave the trip no more than you can always be threatening <laughs> to leave the relationship, you know? <laughs> Gemma Allen is my guest. She's a, a partner in a Chicago law firm, Ladden & Allen. She specializes in family law, but also writes a blog on relationships because she sees lots of them going south often. Uh, Gemma, where do you come down on, on, on uh, we only got a minute left, so keep sure. it brief. Couples who vacation or take vacations separately, occasionally or all the time. Well, I have mixed feelings about it. I, I believe in some space and time um, for each person, but I honestly, I see travel as just a wonderful way to come together. So I think my personal view would be keep it as a minimum, maybe one girl's trip and one guy's trip a year where you go off with your friends. But I think the major events in life you want to experience together, and I think it's a great building block because you'll never forget, you know, that time that you couldn't get to the bus or the train in Milan or whatever. Those are not fun at the moment, but really fun stories and fun shared memories. Well said. Jim Allen, you can read her uh, her site, uh, excuse me, her blog at chicagonow.com. Look for Gemma, G-E-M-M-A Allen, A-L-L-E-N. And if you live in the Chicago area and uh, you're having some marriage problems, Ladden and Allen's a law firm. I don't mean to solicit for you, Jim. I know you can't do that, but uh, thanks for joining us this weekend, and I hope you travel well with your husband. And you too, Rudy. Have a great one. Bye. Bye-bye. Stick around. We're going to come right back. We're going down to Venezuela way, do a little couch surfing and see how that works out. Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Well, I'm a salesman, and I'm on my feet all day long. So comfort's really important to me. That's why I tried the Profoot 2-ounce Miracle insoles. Only the 2-ounce Miracle is made with custom-forming Vitafoam to keep your feet steady and comfortable. The Profoot 2-ounce Miracle insoles conform to the unique shape of your feet, just like custom orthotics. Plus, they cushion and support your feet for amazing comfort. What a huge difference they make. It's really a miracle. Try the Profoot 2-ounce Miracle insole, available at Walgreens, Rite Aid, and other fine stores. For over 100 years, the company store has offered the ultimate in high-quality handcrafted products. Everything from comforters and sheets and bed pillows to towels, rugs, quilts, and so much more. Find the comfort you're looking for this holiday season and for many years to come. Go to thecompanystore.com and enter code COMFORT to receive 15% off your entire order and free shipping. That's thecompanystore.com. The Company Store. We're all about comfort. I'm sure you're thinking, boy, I'd like to pay less for my car insurance, but switching seems like a lot of work. All the hassle and whatnot. Well, I'm here to tell you that is simply not the case. Geico makes it so easy to switch and start saving money straight away without getting buried in a ton of paperwork. You know, that actually happened to me once. Literally, I was buried under my income taxes for six days. Haunting, really. For a free rate quote, visit geico.com. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Ireland invites you to the exclusive Cliff Cork Nichols. 
Intrigued by Cliff Cornicles? It's simple. After gasping at the cliffs of Moor, too exhausted to talk, one starts listening to the chronicles of the locals in Cork, known for spinning a good yarn. Bring a fresh pot of tea, because in a land famous for its wool, the yarn can last all night. Cliffs of Moor, Cork, Chronicles, Cliff Cornicles. Flex that mouth and brace those ears. Take a vacation from the typical vacation. DiscoverIreland.com. Find great value vacation offers at DiscoverIreland.com. Hey folks, Rudy Maxi here with an important question. Who's watching your home when you're not there or even when you are? Well, it could be a burglar. Burglars prefer to break in often when they think no one is home or when they think no one will stop them. So don't be an easy target. Now you can get a free security system monitored by ADT, the leader in home security, with 24-hour protection. Just pick up your phone and get free hardware, free medical and fire alert service, and free activation. It's an $850 value. Protect your home by calling your authorized ADT dealer at 866 750 6633. You'll get 24-hour protection and there's no cost for parts or activation. Call now about a free security system monitored by ADT. The number to call is 866-750-6633. That's 866-750-6633. Again, 866-750-6633. Or you can also log on to RudyMaxa.com and check out the Sponsors button for more information on these ADT security savings. This segment of the program is brought to you by MedJet Assist. Unlike other evacuation services, only MedJet Assist lets you decide which hospital will be your final destination. Regardless of the nature of your illness or injury, if you're hospitalized while traveling, they'll be there for you. So take trips, not chances, and visit MedJetAssist.com or go to RudyMaxa.com and look under radio sponsors for more info. All good advice, all good advice. It is 43 minutes after the hour. I'm delighted to be joined by Ian Shive. He, I'm holding in, his, in my hands his... Uh, his new book called simply The National Parks, Our American Landscape. Ian Shive is a photographer, uh, both of still and of moving pictures as well. Um, and this new book is a terrific, a gorgeous, gorgeous look at, uh, at uh, photographs that uh, Ian has shot in various national parks from uh, the Grand Canyon to Yellowstone to Yosemite and uh, uh, dozens of others. Welcome to Rudy Max's World, Ian. Nice to have you on board. Hello, Ian. Hi, nice to have you. Um, hey, how long have you been? How long have you been shooting uh, national parks? You got a lot of photos in here. Well, the book is about six or seven years worth of photographs, but I've been shooting in them since college, and I've been going to national parks since I was a kid. And where did so, you grow up? I grew up in New Jersey. <laughs> That's the first place well, people think of when they think of national a national park photographer. <laughs> no, it's not. When did you find out that you really like national parks and like to shoot pictures of them? Well, I always loved being outdoors, and I had uh, my parents really instilled the idea of being outside and going to parks. And uh, I actually lived in you know New Jersey is still the Garden State, and uh, yes, and it is a really beautiful place. And and I lived in, a, in one of the more exceptional places in in New Jersey, and so. That became sort of a uh, sort of an obsession, being outside, and I chose Montana as my uh, destination for college. And that university was only 90 miles north of Yellowstone National Park, and that's when it really clicked for me. That was your first national park then, Yellowstone? Um, my first came a little bit before that. was in the Grand Canyon with, uh, with my parents uh, two years before that. And then we went to Montana looking at... Uh, schools and different places around the country, and I got to go to Glacier National Park and then Yellowstone National Park. So Lovely. I was and on when, a little bit of a, of a, of a two-year tour. And when did you pick up the camera for the first time? 
Uh, well, I'm the son of a photographer, so I've been around photography oh. my whole life. And um, but you know, I never thought I'd be a photographer. I thought the one thing I would never be. And I first really picked up a, a camera for myself um, in college. Now, why did you think you'd never be a photographer? Well, you know, I think being the son of a photographer. <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, you know, you, you always say, well, I know I'm not going to go that direction. I'm going to do my own thing. And <laughs> well, now, the, I, I wondered if, you know, i got to tell you, I, I shoot a lot of pictures, and I've had a lot of pictures yeah. published. I mean, certainly not uh, of your caliber to your extent. However, I have a very difficult time with big, wide, open spaces because to the eye, uh, obviously the human eye can see uh, a, a pretty wide angle of a place. And it, I find it difficult to shoot wide open places because I look at the picture and I go, oh, that didn't really capture how I felt. Yet your photos do. What, uh, what's the secret? Well, I mean, it's the way of looking. You know, I think when you're walking down a trail, I think we tend to hyper-focus. We look at our feet. We look at the trail right in front of us or the little details along it. But there, there is a way to kind of just consciously take it all in and, and look at the big picture without focusing on one little detail. And I do that in general when I'm outside, and that's kind of my first step. The next step really is when you're actually framing something up and you say, this is a landscape I really want to capture. This is the big sky country of Montana, let's say. I really look at the, all four corners of my frame. I don't just look at the center, which I think a lot of people do. I try to look off to the top left and make sure there's not a telephone pole going through it, or I look at the way the, the shape of the clouds are sort of interacting, and, and then always making sure that my horizon lines are straight. That's one of my biggest pet peeves is when you shoot this big landscape and you get a, a crooked a crooked horizon line. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I gather, like most professional photographers, you, you usually go out early in the morning or just before sunset? I've never been a morning person. <laughs> okay. Um, but yes, that is one of the best times. You know, the evening light and morning light is so exceptional. Depending on where you are, it, um, it can be uh, morning is definitely different than evening light, um, at, at least I think so, and I, I prefer usually sunset, and, and not even the sunset itself, it's usually the moments after the sun goes down, that's when you get a lot of really cool colors and pastels, and, and it, the magic really starts to happen after the sun goes down. Take it from uh, Ian Shive, photographer whose new book is called The National Parks, Our American Landscape. It's published by EarthAware. Do you have a website, Ian, we can point uh, listeners to? I do. Uh, you can visit uh, more of my photographs at waterandsky.com. It's all spelled out. And, uh, and then uh, the book itself is, is wherever, wherever you buy books. Okay, waterandsky.com. The name is Ian Shive, S-H-I-V-E. Hey, Ian, thanks for joining us. Thanks. I appreciate it. Bye-bye. Stick around. I got two sort of interesting deals of the week I think you'll find uh, 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 might be just right up your alley. Don't go away. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800 387 8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. segment of Rudy Max's World is brought to you by Service Magic. Now you can hire pre-screen home pros with confidence for repairs, remodeling, plumbing needs, maid services, and so much more. Visit www.homebuild411.servicemagic.com. That's homebuild411.servicemagic.com.
52 minutes after the hour, I'm Rudy Maxa. You're listening to Rudy Maxa's World, the most widely syndicated radio travel show in the United States. Glad you can be with me. Listen, if you uh, are looking for gifts for the December holidays, you might want to consider one of my travel DVDs. If you go to maxa.tv and click on store, we've done about, oh gosh, about 85 shows in various cities around the world. So if you've got loved ones going to somewhere in Asia or Europe or Africa or South America or if... Uh, uh, you've been there or are thinking of going there, you might want to pick up a DVD. Most of the shows, most of the DVDs have two or three shows on them, and I think they're fairly well-priced, and I think they're fairly well done. We've won three Emmys in the course of uh, my many seasons of doing public television travel shows. Senator Mary Landro, a Democrat from Louisiana, introduced a bill that would require all airlines to waive fees on checked and one carry-on luggage. She uh, wants to get rid of that luggage fee, at least for the first bag, um, and still allow someone to carry on luggage for no charge. Separate legislation would impose additional security fees on carriers that fail to comply. Well, the airline industry's uh, lobbying group, the Air Transport Association, was not happy about that. Spokesman Steve Lott, he's been on our show, he says uh, the move would be a 30-year step backwards to the day when Uncle Sam regulated airline prices. Lott also said banning baggage fees would actually be less fair to customers as it would result in higher ticket costs that all passengers would have to bear as opposed to those who are just checking bags. He questioned why the airline industry is being targeted for charging fees when other industries are not. He says you don't get a free Coke when you check into your hotel room. Okay, Steve, getting a little argumentative there. Um, I want to just do a little deal. We don't have to hit the deal. Oh, hit the deal of the week sounder. What the heck? Thank you, Jeff. Um, in the last part of the each hour, we usually, I usually do a deal of the week, but I want to talk a little about these hotel websites that still a lot of people don't know about. I know there are tons that you probably get lots of email now from uh, Living Social and emails from Living Social and Groupon and, and your local newspaper and Daily Candy. I mean, there's so many now these days offering discounts at local restaurants and salons and health clubs and car repair places and... Uh, I got to tell you, I, I think merchants must be getting, must be starting to get a little weary of dealing with these. I certainly, as a consumer, I'm getting a little tired of getting them all. They're sort of cool in the beginning, but there's so many now. Uh, but there still are great bargains, particularly for nice hotels, uh, through websites such as jetsetter.com. I'm going to give you a couple of websites. For example, I went to jetsetter.com. These are so-called membership sites. But it's not hard to become a member. Just apply or have a friend who's on uh, suggest you. There's no charge. There's no fee. I went on just a Friday evening to see what was on offer. And the, the High Road House Hotel in uh, suburban London, it's in Chiswick, which is a very posh suburb of London, and very uh, close to a tube line, so you can get right downtown to London. It's also very close to Heathrow, um, offering rooms for $217 a night. That's really cheap for London. This hotel is part of the exclusive Soho Club Group, uh, and uh, so it's a very uh, quite a posh address in Chiswick, the High Road House. That was just one example. I went to, I looked at the Sofitel in Buenos Aires, being offered at two twenty-five a night. That's a that's a five-star hotel. I've stayed at the Sofitel in the, the capital of Argentina. It's 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 a stunning hotel. Um, in Sonoma, they've got the Hotel Healdsburg uh, on the website. They're charging three eighty-five a night for the room. On many nights in Sonoma, you can get it for $270 a night. That's $115 a night savings. The Dream Hotel in New York City, $325 on the hotel website. Jet Setter's got it for $230 a night in January. Admittedly, it's off uh, season in New York City. So everybody's sort of exhausted from the holidays, but not bad. 
Um, other sites that do that, and you can write these down, are vacationist.com. I'll put them up on uh, Facebook at Rudy Max, a TV show, by the way, so you can check them out. Vacationist.com, voyageprivé.com, bloomspot.com. You can even go to kayak.com and click on deals, and you'll find some deals. The uh, app you want to know about is called Hotel Tonight. I've talked about it in the past. And every day at noon in the local time in more than a dozen cities and airports around the country, Hotel Tonight, this is an app, not a, not a website. Hotel Tonight, you got to download it to your uh, smartphone. Every day at noon in local time, they will post three hotels that that night will give you an incredible deal. So Friday night or Friday afternoon, I checked to see what kind of prices, at, what kind of hotels at what prices were on Hotel Tonight. Cranked up the iPhone. The West in Minneapolis, $59 a night. Crazy. In Los Angeles, La Park Suite Hotel, $149. In Denver, Magnolia Hotel Denver, $99. On South Beach, South Beach in Miami, the South Beach Dream, $249 on the website, $189 on Hotel Tonight. The moral of all this is there are enormous bargains to be had on these particular things for hotels, all over the world, in fact. And they're usually very good hotels. Uh, and most of them have a write-up on the hotel, tell you the downsides and tell you the pluses. And obviously you can go to the hotel websites and check them out yourself. I'm going to post jetsetter.com and Voyage Privé and Vacationist and Bloom Spots in case you're driving in a car and can't write down these names now. I'll put them up. Just go to Facebook. Go to Rudy Maxa-TV Show. That's my fan page. Uh, click like, will you, while you're there? Got to get the numbers up on that one. Got to get the numbers up on that one. Um, at any rate, uh, these are fabulous deals for hotels anywhere in the world. It'll make you want to go somewhere, and you might be able to afford it. Because accommodations, despite the increase in airfares, accommodations are still, in my book, the most expensive part of your trip. Unless you happen to do couch surfing, which we talked about today. All right, we're coming to the end of the show on this post-Thanksgiving special show. We'll see you next weekend as per usual. Hope you had a lovely Thanksgiving or still are having one. I'll look forward to seeing you next weekend. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World. And as always, you're hearing Must Hear Radio on the SSI Radio Network.